You're listening to Music Tectonics. Welcome back to Music Tectonics, where we go beneath the surface of music and tech. I'm your host, Dimitri Vitsa. I'm also the founder and CEO of Rock, Paper, Scissors, the PR firm that specializes in music innovation, music tech, music gear, and music more. And we find out more when we come to NAM in Anaheim, California, the annual mecca of musical instrument and gear stuff. And I've got a debut for you here at Music Tectonics. It's our new, new Business manager Travis Feaster. What's up, Travis? Hey, man. How's it going? Thanks. Thanks for bringing me to Nam. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a while. That's right. Travis just has joined Rock Paper Scissors back in January and uh, is helping us have conversations with all kinds of innovation companies. But the interesting thing is, Travis, you've got a background in music gear um, and as a former artist. Why don't you tell tell our fine listeners <laughs> a little bit about your backstory? Okay, so I was an artist. Uh, I was fortunate enough to get to see a good part of Europe and Asia and had a song that did pretty well. And so I, I saw things from that angle. But as a guitar player, that landed me in the guitar instrument industry, namely guitar pedals. So I got in with a company called Wampler Pedals, uh, helped them design two pedals that are still currently in their product line. Then I went to uh, its parent company, Boutique Amps Distribution. So any guitar players listening might be familiar with brands like Soldano and Friedman and Tone King and Synergy. So I worked with them for a while. And uh, whenever I obviously saw this opportunity and the more tech side and innovative side, I had to jump on it. So I'm no stranger to Nam. I've, I've been here several times with those other companies. And even just in these first few months working together, we've been having a lot of fun because I'll bring something to you, somebody, a potential client or maybe a client that we work PR with. And uh, you're, next day you're like, oh yeah, I downloaded it. I used it. I, <laughs> right. I did something new with it. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is, you know, I've always, it's always been a passion and, and the tech side, the innovative side, and obviously the, the instrument side. And I've always looked at things of how I can benefit from using them, right? Like instead of fighting them. So, uh, and my favorite thing is too, is whenever another company will come to us or a newer company to, to us, to RPS, I'll say, oh yeah, I've used this, that, and the other thing from that company because <laughs> I'm just so into it. It's super fun having you on the team. I love, you know, Rock, Paper, Scissors. We have so many different folks on the team. Uh, several are musicians. They're recording musicians, performing musicians. Uh, we've got several journalists. It's nice to have you in the mix as well, especially as we're onboarding new folks I too. I couldn't be happier. I love it. I love I love the company culture. I love the vibe, everything. So we're at NAM. We're literally, this hubbub you heard in the background, we're here at Media Day. This is a chance for podcasts and other media outlets to come and interview some of the, the curated, selected uh, exhibitors and sponsors of NAM, and that's what we're going to do. I think, Travis, we should go over there and go talk to some folks. Absolutely. Sounds fun. All right, let's go. All right, Christian Shire, founder and CEO of Soundflow. So what's Soundflow for someone who's never heard of it before? Soundflow is a macro platform for Pro Tools and other DAWs, Isotope, etc. So what does that mean? Uh, so I, I started out as a sound designer myself and uh, I got constantly annoyed with having to click on 25 small buttons in a complex interface if I wanted to do a single thing. Soundflow is the solution to that. It's a way to try to keep you being creative instead of being distracted by all this technology. So at its simplest, it's a way to get hands-on control on something that you could previously only do with a mouse. 
every time you have to do something with a mouse, it requires your attention, your visual attention. But if you can move that out to hardware keyboards like the Stream Decks uh, that we have here, even to iPads, like something that makes it feel like part of your body, like playing an instrument. That's how I want music production to be. It shouldn't be this technical thing that only very technical people can do. So we try to democratize it, make it more intuitive, make it fun. And I have to say, like we just added our uh, Isotope RX integration now. And Isotope has like, what, 30, 40 modules? And I forget what they're all doing. But now that we can display all those icons on a Stream Deck or an iPad, it becomes actually fun to process because you just click the button with a beautiful icon, opens up the module, you click another button to process. And so it's all about that fluidity and making it fun and appealing. And uh, you know, modern DOS can do a million things. But sometimes what you need is to limit yourself so that you can focus on the idea. Christian, just let me make sure I've got this right, because our, our audio listeners can't see what's here on your display. You've got several Stream Deck devices. Stream Decks I've seen used by a lot of people on Twitch, uh, YouTube Live, things like that. So they can, it's almost like macros they use, little shortcuts they use. They can program those little buttons to do different things quickly. They can shout out to their Twitter followers, or they can make an emoji pop up or whatever. So what Soundful is doing is creating almost like a little operating system underneath the Stream Deck that's specifically optimized for music workflow, and you use it in conjunction with DAWs and other plugins and things. That's a very accurate description. Uh, I'm glad you got that. Yeah, so, so to anybody who doesn't know what a Stream Deck is, that's is these uh, sort of virtual keyboards, it's hardware keyboards, but between or underneath each button, there is uh, a, an LCD screen that displays what that button will do. And the true power of that is that it can you know, switch based on what you're doing. And Soundflow utilizes that to show what's going on in Pro Tools, for example. You know, do you have this track muted or not? Uh, uh, from the new Stream Deck Plus that we just added support for, it also has four knobs. So you can now start using that to actually do automation in Pro Tools. Where, so if you're traveling or you don't own a fader, you can actually use the Stream Deck Plus to do that. Uh, Andrew Sheps, who's a partner of ours and standing next to us here, he has developed entire apps within Soundflow. So, you know, not just firing a simple macro like you would do in a Stream Deck uh, with the Stream Deck software, but actually entire integrated workflows. His most famous app is Bounce Factory. So when you're done mixing a record, maybe you have to do a couple of different bounces of each song. You know, uh, if you do an Atmos mix, it might be a lot of different bounces. You may need to do one that solos the vocal one that mutes the vocal, one that solos all the drums, and so on and so forth. And if you have to do that by hand for an entire record, you're probably going to make a mistake, or you're going to spend two days doing it and get really frustrated. With Andrew's app that's built on our platform, you can just create snapshots of everything. It'll take you maybe 10 minutes to set everything up. Your entire record, all the different versions, all the different songs, and you just hit bounce. And then now you get a text message after each bounce it's done. And you can just go, you know, have fun, drink a beer, and relax. And you know, next morning it's ready. So, you know, if you compare it to, for example, the Streamlex software, that's very focused on these simple tasks. But with Soundflow, it, you know, we try to revolutionize how you interact with your computer and really make it more intuitive. And it also, I see you've got some iPads there too. So it also, you could you could not have Stream Decks and use a touch interface like an iPad. 
Yeah, exactly. So we, we don't want to limit people to using just one specific piece of hardware. And on the other hand, not just control Pro Tools, but also other software, you know, like Isotope that we just added. But yeah, so you can use any iPhone or Android phone, any uh, iOS or Android tablet, and anything you've built for the Stream Deck or vice versa can just, it'll just automatically work on both devices. And on our App Store, you'll find more than 500 packages made by the community that are free to download and that include all of this pre-built. Uh, so you can find stuff for Dolby Atmos, for Pro Tools, for Isotope, for Finder, for Zoom, all of, all these different Mac apps. Uh, you know, so yeah, it's a it's a pretty big platform now, and we're very fond of our community of people just helping each other out every day by you know removing all these obstacles. Have you been in Nam before? This is my second Nam, but it's the first uh, with our company. So it's it's pretty exciting to be back after COVID, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's fun to meet all of our customers here, and hopefully some new ones as well. Great, thanks, Christian. Mic check. Check. One, two. <laughs> How do I look on microphone? <laughs> you look awesome. All right, good. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> I'm Wavy Wayne, man. Um, I, I guess I'm a YouTuber in some kind of ways, but originally, you know, that came about because I'm an audio engineer and I love to teach people what I know. So I got on YouTube and started sharing my knowledge, you know, with the YouTube community. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, we've talked before. I know about you. You're famous. You're my first NAM celebrity that I get to oh, talk man. to. Hey, why do you come to NAM? I come to NAM to, for one, network, to meet everybody who's in our industry, to be around that environment, that energy, to see what's coming out next, to see what's the, you know, the next hottest thing, and then to also to bring that information to my audience. How many NAMs have you been to? Have you been to a bunch of them? This is my third NAM. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, can you remember, do you have specific memories from past NAMs of things you've discovered or interactions you've had that's had a, a, a positive influence? Um, I think one of the best things really is the networking experiences. So like you just get to meet people face to face. I talk to a lot of people on um, email all the time or even Zoom like we've done before, but having that actual face-to-face -face sit down is so much different. Um, you know, there's other things like the immersive audio experiences have always been great. Um, some of the concerts and performances have been really awesome. But to me, the networking is the number one thing that, that brings me here. Gotcha. Are there any uh, companies or products that you're specifically looking forward to checking out this year at NAMM? Hmm. Well, I'm looking for anything AI. Oh, really? Yeah. So two big things that's on my list is AI you know, whatever AIs bring into the music industry, and then also USB microphones. Oh, wow. I'm starting to have like a like a love for USB microphones because I just want to find ways to simplify the process, take stuff out of the picture. So Ditch I, the interface and yeah. just go straight into the computer yep. or the phone? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Straight in, so that's what I'm really interested in is seeing the new technology and seeing how good those things are getting. Okay, so you're a producer. We're talking about AI. There's like a bunch of different types of AI involved with music. Some of them are supposed to make music. So like if you're not a producer, if you're not an avid guy like you that's like done all the heavy duty training and learning and lots of 10,000 hours of practice and all that kind of stuff can start to tie. In fact, we just had somebody on the podcast recently that uh, from Boomi where you just go in and you put in genres and you put in um, uh, different different um, like Probably like emotions and stuff. a little bit yeah. of emotion mm -hmm. but then you can do a little bit of like producing in the sense like you can move blocks without having to actually look at a, 
the waveforms and things like that. Right. So there's that kind of AI, but then there's lots of, obviously, people have been using AI tools inside a lot of DAWs and plugins and things like that too, which right. are more like helpful. Like it doesn't feel like the AI is creating the music, it's helping you a little bit. Which, exactly. which AI are you looking for? I'm looking for AI that's going to replace mixing engineers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and as a mixing engineer, I know you probably wouldn't hear me say that, but I think that that technology is coming. Um, and I just, um, I'm always looking for ways to embrace what's next. So, you know, I don't want to fight against it. I, I want to really make um, music creation acceptable, uh, accessible for everybody. So, like, if the AI is going to help my wife to record her own song and mix it and not... But but you Wavy know, Wayne, me, me, you're a professional I'm, producer. Like, yeah. you're going to be out of a job, Wavy Wayne. No, I mean, I, I'll, I'll find another way. You know, I got into uh, teaching and instructing because I, I, I used to work in big, large format studios. And once I saw people were doing it in their home studios, I thought, all right, let me teach you that. But I think there's still going to be a lot of need for the human element, even with AI around. So um, I'm just excited about how much more efficient it's going to make everyone uh, with their creation. Awesome. Wavy Gwaine, thank you so much for taking time. Yo. you got to go back and interview, interview folks for your YouTube channel. But thanks you. for taking a few minutes for Music Tectonics. Right on. Thanks. Man, I'm having so much fun, but we do have to take a quick break back to the Music Tectonics studio for a message from Shaylee. Shaylee here. Are you ready for the Music Tectonics Conference ticket drop? A limited number of super early bird badges go on sale April 24th, 2023. We're organizing three amazing days in Santa Monica, California, October 24th to 26th. Your badge gets you into high energy panels, insightful keynotes, a startup pitch competition, innovative exhibitors, networking, and more. Don't miss out on the best price for the best music tech event of the year. Sign up to get notified when Super Early Bird Badges go live at musictectonics.com slash conference. Now back to the show. Hi, this is Patrick Flores. Uh, I work for a company called Eventide. We make really sick guitar pedals, plug-ins, studio equipment, really anything to make you sound good and inspired. Awesome. So for someone who's never seen Eventide before, tell us more about maybe one or two of the products that you guys are showing off this year. Sure. So I'll tell you about this one product we're showing off. Uh, it's called the H90. It's our new flagship effects processor. Basically, I call it an inspiration machine because you can go through all the different effects on it and just take your sound from very basic clean to something otherworldly, or you can take it from just basic clean to something that's like a basic reverb, something anywhere to go from the extremes. How is it possible to do that much stuff with one pedal? We have really smart engineers at Eventide, and I just play around with sounds. <laughs> but, for, but for the user, how is it able to do so much? What do they have to do with the interface? It's very easy. So the H9T has like a front panel interface. You can like search for whichever effect you want. You can select between like pitch shifters, reverbs, delays, distortions, etc. And then you can combine two of them in parallel or in series to kind of get this like plethora of like options so you know you can go from like a delay to a reverb which is a pretty basic sound or you can go from like a polyphonic pitch shifter to a chorus which is something that's a bit more out there have you had any unexpected uses of it uh yeah there's this one setting on it called knife drop which i use as like a there's an algorithm called hot sauce which is like a synth algorithm and i put a distortion after it to get that gnarly bass drop that i didn't think was going to happen and then there's another one where you can control the delay time with an expression pedal to make it sound like a dj scratch sounds like you uh, are having fun with this have you been to nam before 
Yes, this has got to be like my sixth or seventh NAM. Yeah. What do you like about NAM? All the gear, all the famous rock stars I get to geek out about, and uh, yeah, dude, all the cool stuff. So what else are you going to come when you are walking the floor later on? What are you going to go check out? What are the innovative things that you really want to see? Oh, I really want to check out the Neural DSP booths, see what they're up to. I'm a big Reverend Guitars guy, so shout out to those guys. I'm going to check out all the new guitars and all the cool finishes. I'm going to basically walk around and check out all the stuff I can't buy and then try to figure out a way where I can buy them. Is it possible that we could mic up a little demo and you could show us what this thing does? Totally, yeah, totally. All right, so I want to show you a really cool uh, program here called Awaken, which is our polyphony algorithm with Triceracorus. Polyphony is our new polyphonic pitch shifter, so you can take your chord from something like this, nice, beautiful seven chord, and then harmonize that polyphonically so you can get down a fourth, up a fifth on the full chord. And now you get something more inspiring. Something Nia Soli. So that's an example of something that can really transform your sound, but we can even go somewhere cooler where we can take something like this, a delay going into a reverb, pretty basic, but really cool. I can make it self-oscillate, so we can do something cool like, watch your ears. Oh, this one. Anything's possible. Whoa, Travis, that was so cool. That, there's so much cool stuff here. I'm blown away by all of it. I'm like a kid in a candy store. Well, you know, you've been walking around. Did you find anything else we should go talk to? I absolutely did. We need to go check this out right now. It's too cool. It's a true temperament guitar. Okay, let's go check it out. This is Anders Diklason, and I come from True Temperament, a company in Sweden that have been inventing a new temperament for guitars. What we've done is that, you know, the fact that guitars are not in tune and never been. It's just big compromise. And we have been spending 20 plus years trying to figure out how can we actually make a guitar in tune. So I'm pretty versed in this because I'm a guitarist, I'm a guitar collector. So for people listening, I kind of want to describe, or maybe you can describe it, but basically the frets kind of have a wave pattern to them to offset the intonation of each string based on the scale of the neck. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. So what we, we've taken in consideration is first the scales, then the gouge and the tension of the different strings because you have diff different you know, weight on String tension? String tension on all this. And that actually affects where the point shall be where you press down the, the finger. So we've taken all this into consideration. Checking out exact point where the, the fret actually shall be. Right. And then, you know, draw lines in between. And that's why they are curvy. So we, so we created these curvy frets. So another thing I noticed as a player is the height of the actual frets. Yeah. Sometimes when they're too tall, if you press too hard, you'll go sharp. Yeah. Is that something you guys took into consideration as well? Or is that more of just a preference for per player? This is th that we have, have a medium height that it shall not affect so much right. on okay. this to make it as accurate as possible. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't suggest enough that you go check them out and you actually can put eyes on what we're seeing. It looks innovative. It looks cool. But... Like you said, the guitar has never been a perfectly in-tune instrument. No. And we've learned to live 
with all the imperfections, and it looks like you guys are solving that. And the first question we get is, can you bend them? Yes, <laughs> right? because you don't bend by distance, you buy, bend by ear, so there's no problem. Can you play with other instruments? Yes. We've been playing with pianos all the time, and it works. Yeah. I heard they had to change the piano once upon a time. Yes. This is not the first instrument that had to be tempered. No, not tempered. Actually, this go, if we go real deep, this go back to Bach, how he invented a special temperament for his music. And there is, you know, a lot of philosophies how we shall handle that. And for the guitars, they just made cut straight lines to make something in between everything. And we live with that. And, but we don't have to do it any longer. Why did you do this? What, what gave you the idea? How did you get started? Well, it's not me. It's another Anders that actually invented it in Sweden. And he, when he started to play guitar, he, he had perfect pitch. Oh, that had to drive him crazy then. It, it drove him crazy. And he decided, either I solve this or I will never touch the guitar again. But guitar, the guitars he thought sucked. Right. Yeah. So he spent whole his life trying to figure out how to do it. And it solved it. And I, I was talking to Anders earlier. Um, for, for listeners that don't play guitar, I have a very specific guitar that I love that basically only plays in tune for about two or three frets. So I see this as something that just that cures that pain point. So I, yeah. I'm excited. I can't uh, wait to stop by and yeah. actually get my hands on it. OK, please do. Awesome. Thank you, Anders. Thank you very much for listening. This is Marcin Dudar from One Volt Per Octave, and I am a founder and creator of this device. So for someone who's never seen this before, how would you describe this to them? Uh, it's a part of Eurorack modular system, but it's a modular in modular, so mm -hmm. allows beginners and performers to have much smaller system and have all the possible synthesis modules inside and create different sounds plus multi-trimbral, polyphony. You can create whole sound with a single module and or you can modulate with the rest of Eurorack modular system. Can you describe what it looks like? It's a small semi-modular system right now, but you can get it as a single module and put it into your bigger modular system. And it has a lot of modulation knobs that can be used with external modulation sources with, um, let's say, Bitstep Pro from Arturia or with other modulars, and can be used standalone to generate a lot of sounds. And if you want, I can demonstrate a little bit. Yeah, sounds good. Should we try to do a line in or just uh, mic the speaker here? Uh, let's try by speaker.
synthesis modules with different modules inside. You just add them, you join them by modulation, and you create a bigger sound. So uh, is this your first time at NAMM? Yeah, it's the first time because I just launched it uh, two years on a Kickstarter, and it was very successful, and it goes quite well for me. Uh, it's a hobby project still. I still have day job, but I love NAMM, and I love being here and showing my stuff to others, artists. What, uh, what was the reaction at the Kickstarter? Very positive. Uh, over 200 units uh, went, so it's, uh, you know, for something in a modular synthesis, it's a very, very good result. So, yeah, and uh, since then, over 700 units, and people are very happy with that. So, uh, your, your first name, uh, what are some, besides showcasing your, your product here, what else are you hoping to see or find out about at NAM this year? Well, meeting other uh, makers. I'm in a really great area next to MIDI and there is a lot of makers of uh, synths and especially artists because this is dedicated for performers. This is purely performer tool and if they can touch it and see it, especially touch it because then you get really good feel what it can do. Awesome. Marcin, thank you so much for taking the time. Have a great NAM. Thank you, Dimitri. A lovely, lovely chat. Wow, that was an incredible media day. We found some great innovative stuff here. I'm gonna go out to some parties tonight. We've got some more stuff coming tomorrow. We'll be recording more all week long here at NAMM. Thanks for listening to Music Tectonics. If you like what you hear, please subscribe on your favorite podcast app. We have new episodes for you every week. Did you know you can dig deeper into all our episodes with the show notes at musictectonics.com. While you're there, look for the latest about our annual conference, sign up for our newsletter to get updates, or get the Music Tectonics app for music tech news. Everything we do explores seismic shifts that shake up music and technology the way the Earth's tectonic plates cause quakes and make mountains. Connect with Music Tectonics on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and find me, Dimitri Vitsa, if you can spell it, on LinkedIn. Bye-bye.